You've reached Hoop and Holler, a Square One podcast on basketball and other shenanigans. Danny Green, I'm mad at Danny Green. I just want to thank everybody that's been in my corner during this time. With Reagan Griffin Jr. Reagan, you're the best, man. I'm the clamp guy. I am the Giannis Antetokounmpo of Lion Center. Eddie Sun. Probably won't get hired by, you know, ESPN anytime soon. Because <laughs> we don't got that clutch connection. And Julio Martinez. On uh, Giannis and the Bucks, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. Please clap. It comes from at underscore underscore uh, KLU2 on Twitter. Bro, the fact that you knew there were two underscores before the to at underscore underscore KLU. He knows your that, Twitter. That means I'm tweeting it too much. But at, when it boils down, like, that's what we're here for is the yeah. basketball. Welcome to a new episode of Hoop and Holler. I'm your host, Eddie Sun, joined by Reagan Griffin Jr. and Julio Martinez. On this episode, we'll follow up from what we did last time with the Western Conference predictions, but switch it over to the Eastern Conference and see how that plays out. But before we do that, um, Julio said he has something to propose to us. Yes, sir. No, and I do want to tell um, the people that listen to this podcast, um, that these Eastern Conference predictions will be, you know, our predictions that we had at the beginning of the season. And so I hope my partners are going to be honest. Um, I know Reagan said he's uh, going to be honest to a fault. Um, it's going to be his downfall. And he, since he already had the Lakers drop down from S to F tier. Um, but anyways, the question that I wanted to propose to you guys was because, especially Eddie, because you had LeBron so low on your list and because um, we got into a debate last time about LeBron not being as good as he once was before, I wanted to ask you guys, if you had to choose one of the Lakers players to be in their full prime, just a, a player on that roster, to be in their full prime again and still on that roster, obviously, who would you choose? That Because the popular answer is Carmelo Anthony, right? It's not LeBron. I was like, yeah. LeBron's the first guy that came to See, mind. See, and I don't know. Like, I'm just curious. I'll, I'll leave it to you it's, guys. It's hard. And some people even said like Dwight, and obviously, du- I mean, Dwight's another legitimate but, one. But which one DeAndre would you? DeAndre Jordan's a legitimate one. Which one would you guys go with? I'm, I'm just curious. That's really difficult. Let me think about that. I, I thought that question was kind of interesting. I have to think about the roster, because, like, LeBron is not that far removed from his like full prime. Exactly. Right? So like the. The gain you get from, let's say, a Carmelo is a, I feel like is a bigger gain than a LeBron. Right. But if you yeah. have full LeBron, but it's like, like I don't really want prime Carmelo on a championship, you know, contending team. I like I might say Anthony Davis because, like I say, he yeah, he's he, not know, he does not look think. like him. But honestly, I would go. <laughs> I think I would go Dwight. You go Dwight. I think I would go Dwight. Seriously, because. Prime Dwight was insane. I know, I know he was, like, but he wants his touches, bro. And I don't know if I want to give you all them touches on the block. Well, if we could fine. get Prime Dwight with current Dwight mentality, I know. Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm no, heavy. that's not happening. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about you know the three time back to back to back defensive player defensive of the year, player, yeah. right? Like, I mean, Broke can still protect the rim though. He can, but I'm saying like in 2009 and 10, whatever, he was you know a different force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I'm. It's really hard. Cause some people even said Russ. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not sure how much more you're or, getting with Prime Russ. And I saw some Rondos, too. It was like, Rondos, another. I think the thing to take away is, like, damn, you have a whole lot of, like, people who are outside of their prime. The 2010 yeah, yeah. All-Star team. No, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, 2011 All-Star team would have went crazy. 2012 All-Star team. But I, I'm about to go with the low-hanging fruit and just go Mellow. Just because, like, yeah, Prime Mellow is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And you have something on that team that you really don't have that exists right now, which is a bucket, right? Yeah. Even though LeBron's low-key starting to become kind of a bucket. Mm, it's inconsistent. But yeah, but Melo, Melo would have got you. I definitely thought about LeBron, but Melo was the first name that came to my mind. Um, Who's yeah. the one? Anyone say Trevor Ariza? LOL. No, no, no. Was Prime Trevor, would y'all consider Prime Trevor Ariza when he was on the Lakers the first time around? Uh, Yes. I, really? Yeah, like the, like the last, like the his last season there when he won the championship. Mm-hmm. I think of like First Wizards, Wizards, Rockets, like early Rockets. Yeah, Ariza. Yeah, yeah. like. But I, I, obviously, he's more notable because he was on the final stage. Yeah, but yeah, I'll hand it back to you, buddy. All right, Eastern Conference predictions. Um, for those who aren't familiar with how we rank these teams, um, we don't. We not only do it from one to fifteen, 
Um, but we also group these teams into tiers, starting with S at the top and then going down to A, B, C, D, and F. Um, and also these rankings are not based on what we think the regular season seedings will be, but rather a sort of ranking of who we think is the favorite to win the conference or the championship or essentially in a playoff series. So starting with S tier, and I'm assuming we have S tier teams in the East. Um, I'll throw I the got first. not applicable. No S tier Pre, teams? Preseason. Preseason not applicable? Yeah. Okay. I said this is after the Kyrie news. So if Kyrie was there, they're S tier. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I have Brooklyn in my S tier because I, I is I'm not necessarily calling Kyrie's bluff. I just think it gets to a certain point where the people in his camp. Well, if that or, happens, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm. I'm basically making a bet that he's gonna play. Okay, but what if he doesn't? We're, if he doesn't, then yeah, there's no S tier. All team. right, cool. But if he does, which I think that he ends up playing come playoff time at least, then you have an S tier team in Brooklyn. And I, I don't disagree with you. I just they're not an S tier team. If so, what is Kyrie? I assume your definition of S tier stayed the same. Talking about if like you're an injury, unbeatable, like you're okay. unbeatable. Yeah. Essentially. I, don't, I don't see a route through which even Milwaukee could beat a team no. with that much firepower. No. Hmm. Do you have an S-tier team, Eddie? They, he got I three, have, remember? I have three S-tier teams. Uh, it's kind How of, the f- okay. because Because my definition of S-tier this year, because I don't see any super team out there. I then just, they're all A-tiers. No, like I think I, S-tier is my championship favorites. And I didn't have an S-tier team in the West because I don't think anyone was a championship favorite. But in the East, I think there's three co-championship favorites. Um, I think it's the same three. Go go ahead. Okay, go ahead. and and the order matters here for me. Like I thought about it. Number one is the Bucks. Okay. Fair. Um, number two is the Miami Heat. Fair. And then number three is the Brooklyn Nets. Fair. If Kyrie was, uh, not healthy. If he was vaccinated, that's such a weird thing to say. Um, I think the Heat and Nets order would switch. Fair. But that being said, I still have the Bucks up at the top because, you know, you still have Giannis, and he's probably he, he might look even better. L- um, you still have the same cast of characters, same defense, physical presence, um, and and the type of players that would give um, Brooklyn, especially with their struggles um, without yeah. a really good center, a lot of trouble. Um, and I really, I really love Miami this year. Oh um, yeah, I me think too. They can give any team, especially at the top of the East, a lot of trouble. Um, they have PJ Tucker, which is going to be strategically used to stop KD for sure. Um, and like, of course, just execute their defensive scheme. Hell yeah! Um, Kyle Lowry, Bam. Looks that, the, defensively, they're. Insane. I mean, uh, uh, imagine switching out uh, Kendrick Nunn for Kyle Lowry, or I don't know if I said that backwards, but just replacing those like like that dude, and then adding PJ. Bro, this team this, this is going to be my favorite team and, to and to watch. I I don't know exactly what the status of his health is, but even a eighty percent Victor Oladipo on that team. Brings you even that much closer to be. Oh, this, he this can be, be like a six man of the this year. This is candidate. gonna be. Yeah, that would be one. Um, though I will say, like, if you're talking about your finishing five and you say I'm gonna roll out there, he's not five. He's not in there. He's not in You'd there. You'd rather have Hell Duncan no. Robinson? Hell yeah! Hell yeah, bro! I mean, I get it. I'm not necessarily mad at it, but even Tyler Hero, the way he's looked so far, no, in his one or two games and preseason. No, he 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 has looked good, but you telling me I'm not putting is Kyle Lowry. Duncan, Jimmy, PJ, and Bam, bro, bro, that's guess, going like, insane. The thing is, defensively, you can hide Duncan Robinson. Yeah, yeah you can always hide one. You dude. got four elite, but dudes. just the the idea of, to me, Lowry, Oladipo, Jimmy, PJ, and Bam. You oh you like stay, if I wanted you, to you clamp stay, your shit up, you like, stay your clamp. You stay overrating uh, um, Victor, Victor Oladipo's Oladipo. defensively. No, no, just him as a player. Okay, yeah, because like I, I Victor Oladipo he hasn't is played one in, of my guys, and he hasn't played in a while, so long, and he yeah. hasn't really been himself offensively. But I do feel like he's one of those dudes. Like defense doesn't go like that unless your body's um, literally. Are you taking his addition to the uh, uh, his addition on the defensive side? Over Duncan Robinson's I I, eliteness on the offense. I don't man? want. I don't want to get into semantics here. I think the larger point is like, and they're deep, just like I was saying that other year, bro. That oh my god, Miami is versatile and Miami is deep. They it's, have a lot of players who can kill you in a lot of different ways. That team, although it, yeah, Victor Oladipo, maybe you know that's fleeting, but like sir. even as it's presently constructed, it's ridiculous. And I really hope that Kyle Lowry, even though he is 
you know, really starting to get old now, that I hope he stays healthy, um, especially throughout the playoff run, because I feel like, and we've talked about this before, how, you know, I feel like people disrespect his playoff contributions. <laughs> I love how he looked at me. That, you know, people. that, um, that they won the championship, even the year after. I think it will do a lot of great things to his legacy if he has a, you know, a healthy season and another impactful playoff run um this year and he might be even more important to this team you know once they get acclimated than um jimmy butler is this man just loves throwing shit hey what did you say on the one of the first episodes we ever did like eddie you stay overrating the underrated players no bro. yeah overcorrecting. yeah uh, like i don't like, like, I don't damn, think that's bro. necessarily the case with kyle lowry like but, kyle lowry's a pretty underappreciated. yeah i i did want to say uh back on your point with the bucks um after we did the top 10 episode Bro, I saw that video of uh, Giannis shooting, and, and no, I don't fall for video just because I see some folks shooting and making some threes. Giannis has done that early in the season. Does like, it not look in, different? In seasons past. It looks so much different. It looks a lot oh different. Oh, my God, bro. Number one, you switched to a one-dribble free throw. Thank you. I've been saying that for years. It doesn't pay me an NBA assistant coach's salary, <laughs> God damn it. Number two. Bro, you are so much smooth. No, you don't have to shoot like Kyle Lowry. All even Clay, I love Clay, but it, it almost looks like perfect and, and robotic, right? You don't have to shoot like that. It's so much smoother. He goes into his shot, and, and I wish, you know, we had video, but um, it, it's just like it's not. It, and he doesn't have to get into his shot like he used to in, in years past. Mm -hmm. He used to have to do the the um, dribble in his left hand go left, right, and rise up. Now is so much smoother, and, and uh, his, his mid-range just looks so much better. So I actually tweeted out. I forgot. Uh, no, yeah. I tweeted out. I, I had him at six, I think, in my list. I said, yes, you did. This is consistent, and it looks like it'll be consistent. He's four. He's four now. What the fuck? <laughs> He's four now. Dude, move on. That's like an added it. thing to his bag. You can't tell me that that doesn't move you up. Oh, yes, it <laughs> certainly should move you up. I, I'm not denying that. To four. That. He's number one on my fucking list without the jumper. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was? No. Not nah, KD was one. Oh, you yeah, liar. You're right, you're right. You he liar. Was he was two, though. He was two. He's not better than KD. He's not better than Steph. And, you know, you guys can argue, Bron. But whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And I mean, like, outside of the, you know, Giannis added developments, it, I mean, oh, if, he, if he adds stuff, that's just insane. Yeah. But, I mean, um, I also think in terms of the team. The construct. other, what was what's that guy's name? I, I'd never heard of him. Mora? Noara. Oh my God, bro. Bro is lighting. Oh, he, he was lighting it up. He can play. It's crazy. And, and like that's what they were saying um on the broadcast is that the 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 Bucks kind of put him in the on the back burner a bit because they needed to see other parts of his game. When develop. was he drafted? He was drafted in the first round out of Louisville, right? This year? Either I think second, last year. Mid second round last year. Mid second round. Wow. Last year, my bad. Um, but no, Noara can play and he's a bucket. They just needed to see bro, the other okay. parts of his game develop. And you saw him out there playmaking. You saw him out there. Sitting down defensively, like he not it, shy to shoot that thing. And I love there. it. I it's love there. it. And that's what I was gonna. That brings up my larger point about Milwaukee is that their bench unit looks a lot. I mean, last year it took a step up, but it seems like it's taking even more even, of a step up this year. Even with the loss of uh, PJ, yeah, because yeah. you're looking. I mean, even the Nas is a guy like right. You, most he guys hustle, yeah. but like that yeah. hustle does yeah. a lot for you. You yeah. get Bobby Portis back. That's another added oh, party. And uh, um. Still have What's his name? Divincenzo's Divincenzo not even there. Divincenzo, and he like you're gonna have a lot. And of that's why they really signed Grayson Allen. Strong players, Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, all three of the the white, white shooting <laughs> guards, the white shooting guards who can't really Play shoot hard, like that, yeah. but they can jump out of the gym somehow. Yeah, all of the physical anomalies. But yeah, whatever the case is, Milwaukee's bench is like very formidable this year. Yeah, yeah, and I think people have to go into the season, especially with the Kyrie knees, thinking that they are you know, sort of the favorites, especially coming off of last season. Like, there's no reason why to think that they can't be, you know. So, I don't know. I feel like people, even though Milwaukee had the great run, they, they haven't talked about the team like sort of a repeat favorite almost. But anyways, let's move on to the A-tier teams. A-tier teams, I have this. I knew which three teams you were going to have because it's the same three teams that I have in my A-tier. I just can't have any of those teams in the S-tier just because I almost view them on – such an I don't want to say equal level and because I'm, I'm not going to be you know I'm, I'm not going to cheat the whole ranking thing but they're equally S tier right like they're equally championship favorites 
No, 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 no. Um, so if I had to rank them, because you have to, I'd put. Uh, so th- th- this was almost the toughest thing in the Eastern Conference for me: the Nets and the Bucks. Um, just because. Oh, okay. I know James Harden is better than Kyrie Irving. Like I know, I recognize that. But it's like, like mm, I don't know who would you rather have in the playoffs. I really don't know. And I know James Harden. You, you know when he had to step up last year, he was an MVP candidate, like legitly, or legitimately. Um, but I, it's some uh, some about Kyrie that I just love, and I, I just feel like in a playoff setting, is very few people that can touch him. And uh, but if I you know you have to split hairs here, so I went Nets one, Bucks two, Heat three. A tier, and you know the Heat is going to be my favorite team to watch all season long. Mm. Lakers are my favorite team, but I just hate watching Russell Westbrook. Wow. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to my Miami Heat game uh, in a few weeks, bro. In Miami, just pack it up, bro. Like, be a Heat fan. That's where I am pa- a Heat fan. That's that's my second favorite team. No, that's where your passions at, Julio. That's where your passions at. It's okay. It's fine. Come on to the. Anyways, my A tier teams are Milwaukee and, and Miami. Pretty much, there's a clear top three. Not even Brooklyn. Now Brooklyn's I mean, S. S tier was for me. Oh, that's right. That's because right, he's right. betting on Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Though, honestly, if I was doing this in hindsight, I might push Milwaukee up to S tier. But Julio says I can't do that. No, I'm you not can't allowed, do that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I will put. I will keep them down at the A tier for the purposes of that was where I felt preseason. After watching them play opening night, and granted, they got their ass. Yeah, let, 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 I want to talk about that because if I th- I hate how people switch up, bro. Like so fast. Damn, Julio, we'll shit. <laughs> my bad, bro. <laughs> because if those games were switched, uh, switched if if Milwaukee played like they did against Miami on opening night, everybody be like, oh, Yana, you know, sucks again, or I, I don't, I don't know. That's fair. That's you fair. know, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have Milwaukee as you know now the favorites. Like I mean, I, I when about. I when I look so, at a regular season, I'm not judging a team on its worst games. Where bad games happen, I'm judging you on your best games because your bad your best games are gonna show me what your potential is and what's repeatable. What I saw from Milwaukee are things that we've seen from Milwaukee before. They dominated the interior. Fair. They played very good defense. They did everything that won them the championship last year. Right, you go in there, Miami, yeah, it was a, it was a bad look. But, like, those things happen throughout the course of the regular season, whether that's game two, whether that's game 56, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. But so, we saw the potential. So when you have Brooklyn S-tier and the other two teams A-tier, mm-hmm. is it sort of denoting that Brooklyn has the talent advantage? Yes, okay. they had they have the talent advantage, and I think there's enough. I mean, shit, cohesion, cohesive talent, mm-hmm. um, including Kyrie, because I'm including the Kyrie in this conversation. Didn't they have all three players in like game one and game two, or, or was he only game one? Like one minute year? of game one before Harden hurt his hamstring. They were all, all I know is that they was killing Milwaukee, bro. Yeah, I mean, it. it I mean, it's just too much. It's, it's too, too much, much. because um, like to me. I have them all in the same tier because I think it comes down to matchups and it comes down to But like okay, but like series. who has the advantage in those matchups and you got to it uh, no like I think it's a real just kind of like how last year when I thought even with Harden and Kyrie healthy I thought Milwaukee was winning in 7. I thought it came down to how the chess the chess game But I mean out. still you you had you have Milwaukee, Miami, then Brooklyn, right? Right now. It's yeah, M- Milwaukee, Miami, Brooklyn. Yeah. And like they're all really close. Where in a playoff series, it comes down to I think this will be really important: coaching and matchups and execution. It it'll be, it'll be like that thin of a margin. I think it's not going to be because one team is more supremely talented than the other. Just in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I I can certainly resonate with that, um, especially because you look at Brooklyn. You talk about matchups. Where's the answer for Giannis Antetokounmpo? And there really isn't one. Um, Nick Claxton got it. Ass push. I mean, Nick's quiet. He's just too light in the ass to even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, if honestly, like I would. Blake be Griffin was is probably the best, but he can't play that many minutes. Yeah, like, and that's just. I mean, I feel like maybe if you put him in that finite role and said this is all we need you to do, he could perhaps slow him down to an extent. But still, it, it's just it wouldn't surprise me at all if you saw Brooklyn make a midseason move for somebody that was literally just there to act as a Giannis stopper, whether that's, I don't even know how many dudes like yeah, that like are who? out in the league. Ben Simmons, AD. AD, not even. You couldn't get AD, but Ben Simmons. They could trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons. They don't That'd want Kyrie, good. though. Hmm? They don't want Kyrie. Doc don't? I don't know about that, but 
whatever. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's whatever. So, I mean, because I had three S-tier teams, I was either going to have, like, a no B-tier, no A-tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to put these teams in the A-tier just because I thought they were, like, legit good teams, but not as good as the S-tier teams. Um, I have the Hawks 4 and Hell the Sixers no, 5. The, team. the Hawks? No, I said A-tier. Not A-tier. 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 Yeah, Hawks. Those are not A-tier teams. Well, the thing is, like, I either have he, no A tier. He, he was no gonna have he, he was gonna have no A tier and just have them in the B tier. Yeah. But, but I was but like, put those in B tier. But those I was like, mm, these teams like these teams are good, but, you know, but just not as good as. But but because you know he I mean? didn't want to have like no tiers, and because somebody has to fill out those spots. I don't know, man. Well, like, well, like, I'll, I'll just say A tier. I have, is I have like no. I have no B tier. My A tier is that like you are also like a contender, right? But not a championship favorite. Like obviously, because you have three S tier teams, like I think the Bucks, Heat, and Nets, like who, wherever they end up, probably two of the three are going to be in the conference. The Hawks are not a legit team. contender in the East. They're a great team, but you know how many dominoes would have to fall in their direction for them to I legitimately don't... win the East. Well, like for me, the A tier is just to get to the get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Even then. like not win. I don't like. Obviously, you need um. I'm sorry, but Miami. St- I'm not saying like, steamrolling. Well, I mean, like you, you need one of the Bucks, Heat, or Nets to, you know, like like something to happen like last year with injuries. But this Hawks team was not that far off. Um, yeah, but their route last year was like not the. That wasn't something. Who that's they play first round? Was oh, the, the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks. And then second, they uh, beat they beat Philly. the Sixers. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like this team has talent, young talent, and depth at talent, right? Like. You can talk about Trey Young, obviously. Yeah, depth at wings. I mean, wings every everywhere. They have talent everywhere. Yeah. Like Bogdan. Wings, yeah. DeAndre Hunter looks like, you know, uh, uh, like a young Kawhi Leonard in terms of, just, like, just how good he is on defense. Um, Cam right. Reddish looks great. Kevin Herter. John Collins looks like he's taking another step. We know Clint Capella I mean, is good. We, we, we talked about that. You're not trading the young pieces anymore, and I no, think you're crazy. I, no. I think Atlanta, you're crazy. You got to trade some Well, like, tra- like trade, like uh, – but then you're not gonna get anybody special if you if but you only giving me Cam if they, Reddish. If they build out that team, they become a juggernaut. No, no, you you got to trade for somebody. This special. is this is the one rare exception where the team has done so well in identifying young talent, and that's that you do that is, to trade the, for better pieces. The thing is, Eddie, like your bird rights only take you so far, Facts. and you can't resign everybody. So some of those people are eventually gonna walk for exactly. nothing exactly because well, they know like, that well, they can be better elsewhere. Well, that's up to the owner because owner. You have the rights to all these players. You can pay them and, you know, have a three hundred. If the Lakers not gonna pay uh the 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 um whatever tax burdens uh Alex Caruso was gonna cost, trust me, the Atlanta Hawks owner. And I don't know how rich he is or I mean, she they is. Have, they have a lot of players I mean, better yeah. than Alex Caruso. But point being, so right now the Hawks are legit. You know, they're being led by what I think is a top ten player in Trey Young. And alongside of that, they have a lot more talent at positions that teams just don't have like most teams don't have kevin herter as the seventh man you know on their roster most not no seventh man bro but like that that's how they're playing him because they have so much that most teams don't have cam reddish as like the eighth dude off the bench you know cam reddish could be like a, a impactful starter at the three you know for a lot of teams so i'm just saying like the depth of this team along with the trey young high-end talent that can run the whole thing um this team is really good they're not going to be i think the s tier teams but I mean, I put them in the A tier just because, like, this team deserves flowers because they're they they've become really good really fast. Had them on the bench. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not gonna trash you too much. Like, I I love uh, Trey Young and I love Kevin Herter, and they are at the top of my next tier. So, I mean, since are we getting into B tiers? Yeah, sure. I guess since, so. Might uh, as well. All right. So number one in my B tier, obviously, like I said, Atlanta. Number two. Um, the the Celtics. I hope that they can try to put it together. I feel like this is the last season that, um, and it's not that I'm such you know such a big Celtics fan, but I just I, I don't know. I feel like something needs to work out here, and they've tried so many years, like year in and year out, and I feel like this is their last desperation of hope. I feel like because if not, you gotta you gotta rebuild this whole roster and. I mean, we did discuss last uh, after last season, like you got to upend this roster and just change it entirely. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I just feel like something has to has to finally click right f- for them. Um, number six uh, and my last team, the 76ers. This is a team that I would have had over the Celtics if they had Ben Simmons, but you know they don't. 
So my B tier starts interestingly. I have Philadelphia over Atlanta. Um, and that's because whatever they get back for Ben Simmons, it doesn't look like it's going to be as much as he's probably worth, but it's going to be something, right? And you compound that with what they already have in what I think could be a second or a most improved, a most improved player candidate if it were not for the fact that he was a second-year guard in Tyrese Maxey. They usually okay. don't give that award to second-year guards. But Tyrese Maxey can play. They have a solid point guard. Tobias, yeah. for what? They he, do. Like, you know, Tobias Harris can be up and down, but he, like, he's a pretty solid player. And Joel Embiid is going to eat this year. Make no mistake about it. Joel Embiid, like, dark horse candidate for MVP. I, if, you're make, if you're looking for an upside bet, Joel Embiid's probably That's the best true. thing out there right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I think just kind of inspired by this entire ordeal that's been going on with Ben Simmons, um, you know, stuff like that tends to make you bond as a team, right? When you have somewhat of this this antagonist that is Ben Simmons pulling up to practice, not giving a fuck, you guys kind of all collectively bond together throughout that whatever. I mean, it could either mean? be that or it can Sometimes. go the other direction. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Like, I, I don't know so, if there's like, a ton of players that are really siding with Ben Simmons at this point. I, just I, considering that he was, like, a, I guess, it's palpable just, reason why it, they were losing. If it becomes a distraction, then, like, it can become a distraction uh, yeah. as much as it can become, and, like, a catalyst. Exactly. And the other point I did want to make, um, Daryl Morey, like, went on some radio show and he, doing his big boy talk bravado, I, I don't know, like, Yes, I'm the leader here. Oh, this can drag on. Uh, buckle your seatbelts. This can drag on for four years. Shut, Get the shut, fuck out. Shut yeah. the fuck yeah, up, yeah, yeah, You're not going to do that. You'll be gone in four years. Yeah, you're not going to do that to Joel Embiid. So if that's the attitude you're carrying, bro, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it can go one or two ways. so much. I mean, I guess maybe not on the side of Ben Simmons, but it's just so much of this is just pot. I mean, yeah, on the side of Ben Simmons as well. Posturing. Right. Yeah. It's just so much like, oh, well, okay, I'm gonna do like it, it's like it's like it's like when you see two dudes where they're trying to fight, but neither one of them really so wants hold to me fight. Back. Hold, hold me like, back. Like, hold like, me like, bro, back. Hold me back, bro. Oh God, I'll fuck you up, bro. Fuck <laughs> wrong with you. It's like, bro, none of y'all Touch are gonna me. swing. Say something. Like, Say literally, something. Literally, just neither one of y'all are gonna swing. So walk away from each other. Yeah. Walk away. And for whatever reason, Philadelphia doesn't want to walk away because they feel like their pride's gonna And break. him saying, uh Daryl Morey saying I'm not going to trade him for role players. My goal is to uh, do this uh, uh, or, or to win the championship. If I trade him for role players, we're not helping ourselves towards that goal. My guy, you had CJ McCollum. And, and say what you want about CJ and, and all his flaws. Bro is a difference maker. And bro would be a difference maker on that team. So don't don't give me all that. You had that opportunity. And now the Portland Trailblazers probably wouldn't even trade CJ for No, because what, what and that's what I really do not get about this entire situation. I hate, you know, not I hate, but it's an interesting conversation. This isn't the conversation we're having, but it's an important one to have. What I don't understand is how you're going to publicly diminish the value of your player and then turn around and be shocked when people are like, okay, well, I'm not going to give you yeah, as much for him. Yeah. When you're like literally sitting in press conferences talking about him like, I don't know if we can win a championship with him. Yes, he might have been the reason that we lost tonight. You're publicly it, bashing this dude, and then you're going to turn around and be faced with a situation where, A, people don't want to trade as much for him, and B, he's mad as fuck at you, and, and maybe, you don't want to be there And no maybe more? you want to tell, tell Joel Embiid to shut the fuck up, bro. Right. Shut up. You know, like, in... To, Shut to up. Joel Embiid's credit, like I understand where he's coming yes. from. Like, okay, yes. you gonna pull up to my fucking practice, um, but, and, and not give a fuck. But like, all that yes. chirp chirping is just feeding the beast yes. that is this media fucking yes. mess right now, and is making it worse and worse for the organization. Because now Ben Simmons probably looks more untouchable than he would have been if everybody would have just shut the hell up and let him sit down wherever he wanted. Yeah. If it was just like Ben, go do what you want to do. We'll figure out a way to trade you. He'd have more value right now. Mm -hmm. But they want to be petty as fuck. Facts. So now they're, they're, they're really digging themselves in this hole. Yeah. It's just funny because I feel like Joel Embiid is a, you know, he's the type of person to like be flamboyant and say things, but he was good about not, you know, like being mum about the situation, but I'm pretty sure he got frustrated with it. He was like, Ben will do what he wants to do or whatever. Just like super backhand. Yeah. Right. I thought it was funny. Um, so I don't, I don't have a B tier team. Um, like I said, so we can move on to the oh, C tier. I do have my B tier is Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, so Chicago's your number six? I, I, uh, yeah. This is a team that I really wanted to talk heavy on. Go ahead. Yeah, so that my B tier, if y'all recall, is just essentially a team that I don't think is necessarily competing for the championship, um, the Eastern Conference title, um, but I do think they're, like, pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs. Okay. So Philadelphia, yeah. Atlanta, Chicago, 
there's just so much talent in Chicago, and they didn't have a great first outing against the Pistons, right? You would like it to was see ugly. them beat yeah. them by more than they did, but that's going to take time yeah. for, for um, them to build that level of cohesiveness within their team structure, particularly offensively when you have a guy like Lonzo Ball who's, damn, his jumper looks good. Duh. His jumper looks good right now. Um, but DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, there's a little bit of overlap there. Um, and then Nikola Vucevic, while he can stretch out to the three, he likes to be in the post. So it, it kind of you got to work some things out if you're Chicago. Um, but there's a lo- there's enough talent for it to work. So I would yeah. say that's that's definitely a definite um, playoff team. In okay, mind. it's like a lock. So yeah, yeah we can move on to C tier. Okay. Uh, so at the top of my C tier is uh, the Chicago Bulls, and I. Honestly, Wait, so what, what numbers is it? Six, for seven, you? seven, seven. So I remember, uh, I don't know if you guys remember me saying on, I think the Western conference. Yeah. The Western conference tears episode. Um, one of the teams I mentioned at the very end, I think it was like D tier, the Sacramento Kings, um, about them being one of the teams that I actually kind of wanted to watch, like really, really wanted to watch and, and would have fun watching because of the, of the three guard lineup. Um, and but this is the team the bulls that's going to be the most fun to watch for me personally i just think the way they're going to get up and down the floor high flyers like and yes demar is a little bit older now but demar uh levine uh lonzo pushing it and alex caruso uh, you know he's just a glue guy Mm -hmm. that gets up and down the floor and hustles i I just think this team is going to be so much fun to watch the bad obviously there's a lot of flaws with this team not great defensively when you have levine and uh, um, Demar, and although Lonzo, he can move, you know, he's pretty quick. He gets in passing lanes. I th- I think sometimes like his fans or, or like fans the hell like out of overrate that. Yeah, overrate him defensively. But he's not he's not bad. Yeah. Um, and then their bench unit, they're just not. It's deep. abysmal. I yeah. they're playing Ayo Dosun. Exactly. Like if obviously they use this piece to get Demar Derozan, but if they could have kept uh, Thaddeus Young. That would have been like a key key piece to keep. We're forgetting about Patrick Williams too, though. Pat, yeah, they play. they they play. do have Patrick Williams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this team is going to be more fun to watch, and uh, their record might not match up with it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that everybody's like hopping really heavily on their bandwagon right now because yes, they're going to be fun to watch, but they're again their record is just not going to reflect it in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm also concerned about the the offensive fit. Um, I'm glad that Levine still got his numbers in game one, but it feels like Levine's the type of player that you want to concentrate all your like scoring, not like obligations, but like let him get what he can get because I mean, he's shown that he's a, a, a superstar caliber scorer in this league. Like he gets 30 points efficiently and um, you just don't want DeMar DeRozan having like four for 20 nights and, you know, taking shots away from him mm-hmm. or, you know, Lonzo maybe, I don't know, like taking a little bit more of the ball handling duties when he can be more of like a supplementary role player, catch and shoot guy, secondary playmaker. Um, so, yeah, I'm just a little concerned, like the depth um, you said. And um, I don't know. I just don't want them to kind of forget that Zach Levine is their focal piece and that they should be building yeah. their team around him. With, with so much movement, again, it's so important for fan bases and people to realize like, and not underestimate how freaking long it takes to figure out which lineups optimize your team and, and which lineups you want to play out there. It's not, you, you know, just because you had training camp doesn't mean you know when and where and who to play DeMar DeRozan with and, you know, do the same with Zach Levine and, and who, who you want to stagger minutes with. Like, that shit takes almost half the season. It takes so much time, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I just want people to keep that in mind. Yeah. So we're on to C tier. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't done with my C tier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. That was seven. Number eight, I had the Hornets. Number nine, I had the Knicks. You had Hornets preseason over the Knicks. Hell yeah. You know I don't like the Knicks, bro. Okay. Yeah, that's you know I don't like the Knicks. I, I don't like Julius Randle. I don't like – I damn sure don't like uh, um, the other lefty. What's his name? RJ. RJ Barrett. Uh, Who? Emmanuel Quickly. Is he a lefty? No, nah, he's he's yeah. righty. Um, and then, yeah, so number seven, the Bulls. Number eight, the Hornets. Number nine, the Knicks. Number 10, the Pacers. Paces are interesting because it's not like they're that different than they have been, but they almost seems like one of those teams is just falling further Died and further off. behind, yeah. mm-hmm. um, even though they stayed the same. But yeah. I think for the most part, 
okay, there's there's one team that switched. Um, but we have kind of the same. Wait, wait, wait. Run your seat. Bulls seven, Hornets eight, Knicks nine, uh, Pacers ten. That is interesting because you're missing a team that I guess you put in the D tier. Boston. Ooh. No, using nah. the B. Oh fuck. Yeah. I was, at the oh. end of the B. Oh my fault. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. So my C tier is Boston is at the top of my C, then followed by New York, followed by Toronto, followed by Charlotte, followed by Indiana. Charlotte would be higher. Wait, wait you said Toronto or Sh- and then Charlotte or Charlotte? I said Toronto, then Charlotte. You think Charlotte. Toronto's going to be good? I think Toronto just has good coaching and solid players and a lot of length that tends to hurt teams. And who is at the end? Uh, Indiana. Oh, just like you. Okay. So Charlotte would be higher, but I can't make my predictions based on what I've seen. LaMelo Ball looks like that fucking guy right now, and I know he looked like one. that guy last year. He did look like that guy last year, but he wasn't as assertive offensively mm-hmm. as he seemed like he was going to be based on opening night. So I would put Charlotte higher. I want to put Charlotte higher, but I can't put Charlotte higher because I am an honest man, and I'm saying <laughs> what I would have said preseason, which is, yeah, Boston, New York, Toronto, Charlotte, Indiana. I guess Toronto's kind of a controversial thing to say, but, yeah, like I said, yeah, they I don't have a think, lot of – I don't think he's I feel like at all. they're not going to be good, and they're not trying to be good this year, Facts. really. Hmm. I, and I just don't get the love for the Knicks. Like, I, I have to have them up there because they, – They're going to you know, win games they might by the virtue playoff. of – Playing hard, yeah, every but night. it's just I don't I don't like that team. You Eddie, C the Knicks? No, your your C tier. Oh my C tier. So my C tier teams, like my C tier definition is always fighting for a playoff playoff spot, um, or play playoff playing spot. Um, so starting with number, what is it? Oh, number six. Yeah, I have the Knicks at six. Number seven, the Wizards. Number eight, Celtics. Um, I thought I would be the only one who had the Celtics in C tier, but I guess not. We all we all are not super high on them. Um, repeat, repeat that order. Number six, the Knicks. Seven, the Wizards. Eight, the Celtics. Nine, the Bulls. Ten, the Hornets. And eleven, the Pacers. So like all six of those teams, I think are going to end up fighting for like the six, seven, uh, or the six seed, and then the seven to ten play in spots. Washington's interesting to me. I'm not having Washington over uh, Boston or. He doesn't have Washington over. Boston. No, I do. Oh. I I think we're Washington over Boston or the or the Bulls. Well, one, I think we're sleeping on Washington um, because they, they have got one it. player, bro. But and Daniel Gafford. <laughs> Daniel, that's not who I would say. But <laughs> Bradley Beal to me is a better player than the two okay. Jays on the bo- on Boston and um um. But th- that's two and dudes. Levine. He's one player. That's two dudes. Okay, you have Dinwiddie, who has been a very <laughs> solid. I love Dinwiddie. Very, like a very solid point guard. In this and league. add those two together, do they equal Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum? Well, okay, now you have to talk about their uh, KCP. KCP is their starting three. KCP is a great starting three and D wing. You taking him or Marcus Smart? I mean, I'd rather have Marcus it's Smart. Not, I was gonna say you can't. Yeah, you can't. But it's that. like, but it's like, let's look down the bench. You still, you like. Don't tell me Kuzma. Okay, do look, not look, give look. me that fucking name. He's about to talk about Aaron Holiday. You bro. about That's to talk what? about the 2020 Lakers, and I don't want to hear that shit. He's bro. gonna talk, bro. Trez can't. I mean, Trez can play, but Trez he can't will get play. his numbers. Like, this but is, numbers. You're right. so much nicer to these dudes when, when they, they come off the Lakers. When they come off the Lakers. What did I say about Trez on the Clippers when they were like the hustle Clippers? Trez was a feel-good, good player because they don't have expectations. These Wizards don't have championship expectations. You don't have to play him thinking about, oh, he's going to get demolished in the playoffs. Because guess what? If you make it to the playoffs, that's a success already. Um, this team already is like cohesive with a that's bunch of sad. new pieces. I mean, like I said, Dinwiddie and Beal is a great, versatile, scoring, playmaking backcourt to me. KCP is a great starting wing. You have Bertans, you know, who can shoot the hell out of it. Um, the hell out he of it. He he can, but he disappeared last year. But I mean, he can still shoot it. And then at center, like you'll get Thomas Bryant back. They have Daniel Gafford. At the middle like of the season, names, I'm sorry, They're you're good. just naming names. No, no, you're naming names. Exactly, exactly. You're like, names. like th- this. I, remember when I used I to like, say, like "You I'm guys have names. a bunch of like just." Just regular ass Joe's like, yeah, he's all right. He he's all right. He's these, good. These are these are he's, good. Like, they players. can play, but like, damn, no, like, they, like they, no. The, East, the Eastern Conference is good. Yes, and like, it's and better it's like, than the West. They have these a, guys don't move the needle though. Okay, they're good but, players. Yeah, I mean that's why they're seventh. They're not like two, but I'm saying they're like, a playoff team over Chicago. And yeah, they and have, the Celtics. They have a more viable system. Three all star having as Chicago. Yeah, because I don't I don't believe that they will know how to play together as well as the people in Washington know how to play together. 
They just got the 2020 Lakers, bro. Yeah, and they have Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> Bradley Beal, uh, Beal is Spencer elite. Dinwiddie. Like, Bradley like, Beal and Spencer okay. Dinwiddie is a, you can't, is the, you can't it's not better than me. Jason Tatum. You, you that, that's, that's, like, that's like saying Kobe and uh, Ronnie Turriaf or whatever. Y'all uh, say the dude scored 82 you, points. Eddie, you cannot talk about Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie like it's Steph and Clay. They're or the third LeBron best backcourt in the league. Get the fucking out of here. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Name me Steph and Clay. Okay. I would rather... I didn't even go Stephen Jordan Paul. Okay, sure. Da Damon CJ. Right. Oh, Damon one CJ. Let me let me look at this. Kyrie, shit. Kyrie and James Harden. I mean, Kyrie not are playing. We, are we assuming Kyrie's playing? <laughs> I, I I might even go. No. Wow. Let, let me think about this. You Ste you're CP3 and Devin Booker. Damian Lillard and CJ okay, McCollum. That's two for me. Okay. Let me. I just have to. Anytime I that's do something, three. Like, I already gave you three. Is Beal is Beal better than Devin Booker? I already gave you three. CP3 and is Devin so Booker are definitely better. Okay, than that's okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. But like, but like, Beal I mean, and fucking De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. No, come on, I'm Spencer, like, Spencer, that's Spencer, like, a, it's it's a contest. We talk about Bradley Beal like he's a Mike superstar. Mike Conley right? and Donovan and Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. I was gonna say, I'd rather have Dinwiddie and Beal. Get the fuck out, Eddie. Bradley Beal's a better. You don't believe that? Bradley Beal is a Bradley Beal is a better player than Donovan Mitchell right now, right? I just, yes. I just give you five, bro. Is, just answer me this. Is Bradley Beal a better player than Donovan Mitchell right now? Uh, no. A, a little bit, but that that gap, like, like come a on. A little bit? Come on. Come and on. then even th even that being said, is, isn't is Dinwiddie a better player than Mike Conley right now? Mm. Spencer Dinwiddie was dropping 20 I, I and 8 I love in Spencer. Yeah. Like, he was an, a, a really good guard. Um, really fucking good. Not better than uh, Jimmy and uh, oh, um, I mean, okay, Kyle Lowry. Is, is Jimmy a two? He doesn't really I guess play he's more team. of a three. Yeah, you're wiling on that, bro. You're There's, absolutely wiling. I just gave you four. Who, who's the I fourth? I can give you Luca and gave Tim you, Hardaway, I, I, and I make a very good argument Luke, that that's better. That's fact. I I go yes. Okay, sure. If if people want to talk about Luca, I, I gave you five. I give you five. Luca and Tim Hardaway. I just like I don't Portland. I, sorry, I don't. Stephen Clay. Stephen Jordan Poole. <laughs> St you 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 gonna tell me Steph? Sure. Steph Steph and uh. Shit, Stephen Otto. I mean, who, who else will they play at the two? Stephen Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton the second? I, I don't. Sure, I don't whatever. give a damn. But it's I'm Steph. saying Washington not only has great offensive personnel, they have a sort of team construct that is devised to get buckets. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a top five offense at the end of the year. <laughs> get two years, the fuck two, out two of years here. Ago, well, two, they, 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 they were like the top. They were like the top offense. Two years top ago, but that doesn't five. matter. Two but that years doesn't. Ago, I, I know they were they the top, were a top seven when offense. When Davis Burton shot like sixty percent from three, sure. And he and, and they, and had, even they if, had Bradley Beal, even and even if he re, even if they recreate that, that won't mean shit. That'll mean they're the seventh best team in the East and maybe like a first no, round exit. No, no way. No way. I mean, like, you are I, tripping, I, I understand what you're saying. And that's the point of the tears, right? Is like, okay, maybe these teams move and shift a little bit amongst themselves. But like in terms of your ranking system, that's kind of bullshit, bro. Like that they're in seventh? Yeah. They're, I mean, to the me, fact that they're really like high end D tier, I have, think is at best. No, they have better personnel than the Bulls. I don't think they have better they have personnel, better than, personnel the, than the Bulls. Yeah. No way. I would rather have Just Bradley because you Beal. you have a bunch of Eddie, average Eddie, Eddie. ass so, so players. You're, you're, no, you're, because you're the an Bulls. NBA GM. You're an uh -huh. NBA GM, and you get your pick of any team, right? Or you're like, you get picked between for, those two for teams. This Levine, Levine, for this Levine and Beal is a wash, bro. Is it like, a wash? I think Beal is like. All right, a little bit better. better. Yeah. He's a little bit better. Sure. I'd rather, I'd rather have Dinwiddie as a starting guard over Lonzo Ball for sure. Okay, DeMar. No one else is better than Demar on that team. I mean, as a third piece, as a complimentary piece, do you want Demar? Okay, fine. Do you want to name him your fourth he's not piece? A third he'll, piece? He'll be the fourth piece. Okay, Nikola Vucevic is, is not a third, third piece, though. Okay, Vucevic uh, is third. If, if Demar's your secondary scoring option, I'd still rather have like you know Dinwiddie plus. You Don't know, the tell shooting. me Kuzma, bro. I swear to fucking God. You can't bro. like I know I know y'all hate Kuzma, but you can't act like Kuzma is not a solid. Player. Bro, you're talking about like solid. Solid's not good enough. How come you don't talk about these players like that when they're on the Lakers? Because when they have championship expectations, y'all want them to be superstars. No, I don't. I just want them to make a three. I just want them to make a three. That man Kuzma was shooting like forty-seven percent. No, he wasn't, bro. Oh my god. You're saying solid, but like the Bulls just have like two, like two really good players and like a bunch of solid players. They have like Levine and you Vucevic. are you're you're okay. So 
name me all of the teams that are behind the Wizards right now. So I have the Celtics, Celtics behind the Wizards. Even bullshit. though I think even though I think they have better talent, I hate how that team is constructed. I don't want to see Jason Tatum hijacking the offense for 35 shots a game, right? Like we saw how they played last year with the talent that they had. It doesn't work if you don't get players who can play make for others who can it also get to doesn't the rim. hurt when Jalen Brown gets hurt. That also fucks yeah, a but lot that, of shit that, up. That happened at the end of the year. They were they were like a play-in team for the entire season. And they lost this Kemba Walker. This also doesn't hurt, yeah, when your starting point guard they lost, knees are busted. They lost Kemba Walker and didn't replace him with anybody much better. Like Dennis Schroeder, maybe? I, I mean, I don't have a bunch of confidence in him. The Bulls, I mean, I like I get that the Bulls got a whole bunch of like players and whatever. I don't really like how the team is constructed. And even then, when you compare the rosters, it's not like... Even if it's debatable that the Bulls have that much more talent than Washington, the Hornets to me, like LaMelo looks great. They're still young, you know, like they, they're a team that's built to be fun to watch, but not a winning team yet. Um, and, and the Pacers but are the, whatever. The but Pacers. the Wizards are built to be a team that's built to win. They have a viable system to win. They can be a top five offense. You talk about how even if they are though, that's that's the strongest part of your argument. Even yeah, if they make, are, that won't matter. If they're top, that'll make that'll make them a first round exit. They 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 were like <laughs> the not, eighth seed, you guys, bro. You guys are or they? I, no, I don't even think they made the playoffs that year. First of all, I don't believe you can't. I, I won't buy for a second that that's a top five offense. Not for a second. It's because you know how stats work. Like they get the most shots up, they have the most possessions. They, you know, so you can you can score one forty, but you can lose because the other team scores one fifty. Whatever the case is, I don't know what by what metric we're measuring top five if, offense. If we're, if we're going offensive rating, I think they finish like top five is ambitious. Sure, I'll say top eight. I think they finish the year top eight. They got Russell. It West won't Bay. matter. It won't matter. It won't matter. It'll it'll make them the seventh best team in the East. Like I'm not I'm not saying they're A tier. I'm not saying they're B tier. Drunk. You're That's saying you drunk as fuck. Wow. That was on the henny right now. That 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 was a lot. Wow. You were Jr. This Smith. is like I don't understand what people are not seeing with the Washington roster. They won't go anywhere. Like, That's why Bro needs to bounce. You want Bradley Beal to <laughs> be a star on another team? Yes. Spencer did on the on the Warriors. Like, I feel like most people agree Spencer Dinwiddie would be like a very consummate starting point guard and a six-man okay. guard for a championship yes. team. Casey yes. has been a great role player on championship Don't teams. Don't say great. He's been a good role player. Great great role player? No. He's been a good role player. He's been pretty fucking good. I'd say he's pretty players. great. He's like, not a great role player. Let's, look, we, can take, we can take Kyle Kuzma out because you hate Kyle Kuzma. Thomas Bryant has looked really good. And he won't come back till the middle of that team. He won't come back till the middle of the season. Dan, Daniel Gafford has looked like he's a really, really solid good. big. He's the, solid. The Davis Bertans can shoot the ball. Like, who, and like, disappeared who, all of last year. Who, like, the second best player on that team in his best year doesn't push all-star. And you're telling me they're better than a team that big has fact. three all-stars? Is is Demar Derozan right and now pushing all star? And a number two overall pick that's going into his probably what I'll say is probably going to be the best, best season year. of his career. Um, so Lamelo Ball, but who who else is on so that Alonzo. team is pushing all star right now? Or are you talking about Chicago? Yes, he's talking about yeah, Chicago. Okay, so you have Levine, but who else is even close to being an all star? Vucevic was an all star last oh, okay, year. That's true. Vucevic. Okay, but, but with Levine and Vucevic, like what what are you that's doing? That's two all stars with someone who might be a, even. He, he probably won't be an all star, but he'll be on the cusp. Caliber player. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, those are names to me. You know, it's like you're talking no, about no, us what are names? names. What, what are names? Are, are, are the Wizards and Kyle Listen, Kuzma and, and KCP and Montrez Harrell and Davis Bertans yes, and, and Thomas Bryant? It works. It, it works Brown. offensively. It doesn't work on wins and losses. If you're top five offense to me, like you'll 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 win. Why are we just, make the why are just offering here? top five offense like that's a guarantee? Because they were really good on offense two years ago with Bradley Beal and Berton. And, and where'd where that get him? Where'd that get him? They didn't even make the playoffs. And they have Dinwiddie now, and they have KCP, and they have all these oh players now. Dude, listen, if Chicago got like Ricky Rubio or whatever, like yeah, I might have him higher, but I don't. Caruso, I not don't, some what? something to talk Ricky about off the Rubio. bench, bro. Ricky I'm just like, Rubio. I'm not gonna fall in love with Chicago Ricky just because Ru they okay, got a what, bunch what, of flashy what, names. Okay, what would move Caruso's the a flashy name? Lonzo and Demar and Vucevic are flashy names. Okay, what would have moved the needle for you more, Chicago? Getting Vucevic or Chicago getting Ricky Rubio? Rubio. Get the fuck out of you're, here. You're I'm, yeah, move out. We're we moving on. We're moving on. Okay, D tier. D tier. D -tier. Jesus D -tier. Christ. My D tier starts off with the Washington Wizards. As I does mine. certainly will not put them in the C tier. And the only reason do think, why. Do you think they can make the play in? Uh, so 
They're number eleven. So no. One, two, three, or like. Four, oh no! Five, I know. I, I, I think they can. I think. I think. I think they can hop the the Pacers, who are, who's my last team mm-hmm. in the C tier, uh, which uh, the Pacers would be number ten on my list. So the the Wizards can definitely get up there because they have the best player between those two teams, right? And even between a bunch of the teams in the C tier because of Bradley Beal. But other than that, bro, I am not gonna cheer for a team or even like give any credence to. To a team being good when you got the Lakers bench and, and role players. Spencer Dinwiddie's nice, but he's not the second best player on a on a real, you know. I'm I'm not saying you're you're saying that they're a contending team, mm-hmm. but a team that's gonna make noise like like top five offense. Hell no, hell no. So I I got the Wizards. I love Bradley Beal. Uh, number twelve, I got the Raptors. Number thirteen, I got the Cavs. Because okay. the Cavs are not a laughing stock. Are they not? They're starting Evan Mobley at the three. I know. They're starting Lori Market at, at the three. four. <laughs> that is very yeah. They're going to roll out a, a lineup with uh, and they got Kevin Taco Love at the, the point bench. guard. They're going to have K-Love at the point guard, Lori at the two, Evan at the three, Jerry, Jerry at, the at the four, Taco, Taco Fall at the five. five. <laughs> That's a 2 ass team. Anyways, the tier for me is Washington, followed by Orlando, followed by Cleveland, followed by Detroit. Is that, is that Not all Not much teams? to say there. You know? Yeah. Oh. No F tier teams. I have F tier teams. Yeah, I have F tier teams too. So in my D tier, I have. Why did y'all just made up F tier? F tier. No, we not a we thing. been had this, yeah, bro. Like, no, we been had bro. This. Watch anime. I reserve it for the trash watch team. Watch anime. We, we said this in the in the first episode. Yeah, we I ever know, did this. and I was. And we made it up because I was like, "There's some teams that are just oh, bro. garbage, like, like the Minnesota oh, Timberwolves." Bro, bro, fuck, that year. I have a Z tier, bro. It's like, damn. sure, if if like the nine, seven, and fifty-five Charlotte bro. Bobcats were playing, they'd be Z tier. Bro, y'all gotta watch anime, bro. Anyways, in the D tier, I have the Raptors at twelve and the Pistons at thirteen. And then I have two more F tier. Raptors teams. at twelve and the who? Pistons at thirteen. And at thirteen. F tier, I got the Magic yes. and Detroit. You got two teams below the Pistons. That's interesting. Yeah, because at fourteen for me, the Cavs were starting Mobley at the three, so they're F tier. And at fifteen, I have Orlando because I, I just think, I have no idea what Orlando. I I, I just think that the Cavs and I'm not trying to say you know they have talent, so you know they're gonna be something special. But the Cavs, I feel like they're not. Not that they were trying to lose last year, but it was like, yeah. I mean, like, I honestly, feel like they got a little bit more spirit to them. They should, year. they should probably be a D tier team. Um, but I just like saw them roll out three seven footers in the starting lineup and was like, there's no way. Yeah, like so. there's no way. But I mean, I like what Garland and Sexton can provide, and Mobley looks really good. Mobley looks really um, good. They can do a lot. I know, like we talked about the Garland versus Sexton thing. I feel like I'm closer than ever than thinking that they're like equal talents. Equal. Like Colin Sexton is really good. We're not going to underrate dudes that can score the ball, and he's his playmaking is getting. Good. I haven't watched him though, so. I don't but know. anyways, Bro. yeah, that I got the Magic then Detroit. So. Darius Garland's hezzy will have your feet feeling like cement blocks, bro. You know, I, I remember, it. I remember, ah. I remember this fool put like Darius Garland over uh, Kyrie. No way. On oh, as hezzy, that's just everybody talking. Of course, you talk about you know, hezzy. Think Kyrie Irving, but no one talks about Darius Garland. More people talk about him now. Yeah, but I was here first. Darius Garland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they're nasty. two they're two different players. I just um I think this narrative of Colin Sexton as a black hole, I think is starting. I just don't to, like. I, I just don't think teammates like him. Maybe he I seems don't, like I he, don't know. I just think if the Cavs weird. don't want to pay him, a team will give him a hundred million dollars, and it'll be worth the investment. Was it Cam? Easily. Was it Cam who said that Colin Sexton thinks every game is like that one college game? The three where he was playing five. three on five. He thinks yeah. every game is like that. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it myself." Yeah, I'd rather have that than you know the opposite, but still. Yeah, I mean Colin Sexton's good. It's just like he get and I I'm, I was happy to see that Darius Garland got more usage as the focal point of the offense because if it is gonna work with those two, that's how it has to be. Not. Colin Sexton bringing the ball up, and, or yeah, not Colin Sexton bringing the ball up and Darius Garland off the ball, but vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that works. And they don't have Andre Drummond stealing touches anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, so real quick, let's just go over our rankings. Andre Drummond thinks he has an Evan Mobley skill set. Um, Here, you can so go first. Bad. Oh, we just run through all 15? Yeah, just go 1 to 15. 1, Brooklyn. 2, Milwaukee. 3, Miami. Uh, S tier was Brooklyn. Milwaukee and Miami, A tier. B tier, 4, Philadelphia, five, Atlanta, six, Chicago, C tier, 
7 Boston, 8 New York, 9 Toronto, 10 Charlotte, 11 Indiana, D tier, 12 Washington, uh, 13 Orlando, 14 Cleveland, 15 Detroit. Um, no F tier. No S tier. No S tier. I would have the, an S tier if uh, everybody was there for the Nets. So my A tier begins with the Nets, then the Bucks, splitting hairs there. Also splitting hairs on the number three, the Miami Heat. B tier, uh, the the Hawks, the Celtics, and the 76ers. C tier, um, Bulls, Hornets, number nine, the Knicks, number 10, the Pacers. D tier, the Wizards, the Raptors, then the Cavs at 13. F tier, Magic, then Detroit. Okay, so I have the Bucks, Heat, and Nets in the S tier. Hawks, Sixers in the A tier. Then in the C tier, I have Knicks, Wizards, Celtics, Bulls, Hornets, then Pacers. And then to round out the D and F tiers, I have Raptors, Pistons, Cavs, Magic. So now that we're done talking about the conference predictions and the Wizards and whatever, do we want to just quickly go over things that kind of popped out in terms of the first week of the regular season and storylines and whatnot? It's only been 55 minutes. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I was saying we have some time to spare. Okay. Um. Shoot. Golden State how is about, that. How about, how about let's do it. Let's do this. One good takeaway, one negative takeaway. Okay. Or like if we don't want to do that, we can just like do one. I don't care. Let's see. But if you want to take my shine, you can go ahead. Can, okay. All right. Yeah. I'll just support you in mm-hmm. yours. I'll come up with my own. John Moran is ready. He's ready to roll. Because uh, uh, yo, you you barely came to that realization. What do you hop on board and get on the train, dude? Buckle up, because we going no, and I'm, we beating I, the Clippers no, 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 no. this year. I am the fucking leader of the goddamn train. Don't do that bullshit. I stand up too. What the hell? I'm the fucking conductor of this fucking train. Are you kidding me? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Get the you hell out. Sound like he crying, bro. I don't give a fuck. Maybe I am. Shit. <laughs> Hop on the train. I am the fucking train. Such what the hell? <laughs> Damn. John Morant is ready to fucking roll. And the important thing to me um, wasn't the amount of points he scored or, you know, always John Morant is going to be a guy who makes hella highlight plays and that just look crazy when you go back and watch the highlights. But when you look at the box score, the most important statistic that stands out, he took 29 shots. That's what I need each and every night from John Morant because he is the Mm -hmm. guy for that Memphis Grizzlies team. I don't need Dylan Brooks when he comes back taking fucking chunks out of that shit. And that's why he got to get traded. I don't need anyone else taking chunks out of that shit, right? This has to be the John Morant show starring John Morant featuring everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's what I loved about it. And he made his fucking amazing plays as he normally does. He's ready to fucking go. Okay. He's ready to go. That's my Memphis looks, I'm not going to lie, Memphis looks really good with the pieces they have i can't believe you i'm telling you that shit, i'm man. telling you I, I i had i had memphis higher than you guys yeah i mean i, I still don't think they're better than the clippers but bane melton kyle bane anderson is, bane is dirty jaron even steven adams like steven I, adams I was about to like damn near have the best season of his career so y'all ready to hop on the train get the fuck out stop stop bro i'm not doing that shit with you all right so is that your one i have a zach or? randolph jersey Okay. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know you don't. You don't know about Green Grind, bro. You don't know about Green Grind. I don't, grind. and I don't want to know. <laughs> so you have one takeaway, or you want to do a, like a negative takeaway? Yeah. Okay. I, maybe if we start, I don't okay. have a negative. Not nah, just you, we can just do one, just okay. for the sake of time. Gotcha. Julio, you have one. I mean, my my takeaway. You guys know my favorite team, the Lakers. Um, it. I I just have so many thoughts, and you know, I, I just spill my freaking brain into the group chat. Um, I sent so many messages to you guys, uh, but and, and Cam also. Um, it, it's I, it's just gonna take time. Like it, it's really, really is gonna take time. We have so many guys hurt. Number, uh, you got Wayne Ellington out with uh, hamstring. I think y'all need to stop can, naming these names. Can, can bro, that's what you do. Wayne Ellington for a championship contending. That's team. what you just did with the Wizards. Yeah, with, with the Wizards are. Yeah, but my team has AD and fucking LeBron. Is so Wayne, yes, we are. Is championship. Wayne is Wayne Ellington getting playoff minutes? You never know, cause dudes might get hurt. If he's getting playoff minutes, you never know, cause dudes might get hurt. You just never know. Y'all got it. You never know. Are you gonna name Trevor Ariza? 
Yes, Trevor Ariza it will and might be a starter. Is he going to matter? Yes, he is. Okay. He's going to be he's actually other than AD, let me see. Other than AD, he's the switchiest defender on our team. Like the most versatile defender. That's fair. LeBron Maybe. James. Oh, okay, other Either, than LeBron. Or, or Cuz I, yeah. I just exclude LeBron sure. cuz the refs let LeBron foul. But they really do. Um, it's going to take time. And it, uh, Kendrick Nunn just got injured again. It's like a laughing stock right now. Mm -hmm. we, we have so many guys injured, especially the young guys. THT, another THT, one. Yeah, I, I, I Malik Monk was just hurt. And I'm not saying these dudes are going to be getting 25 minutes a night because that's assuming you have a set rotation that, okay, here's the here are the top eight guys that are going to get the most minutes and all the rest of you guys are going to be bench players what did i say at the beginning of the season you can't re-sign jared dudley because it's not like like a, a regular season you have to have all pretty much all 15 dudes have to be able to play and yes i think like the last guy we just signed avery bradley as big as a joke as it may sound because you guys just cut him yes he is going to be important because who did we lose last year kcp caruso and That's dennis fair. i'm not the biggest fan of dennis Schroeder, but all three of those guys are real um defenders out on the perimeter and what can Avery Bradley do at his best? Not only defend, but uh, that year when he was on the Lakers, bro, like at, at the after the All Star break, he started shooting forty percent from the from the three point line. So he is going to be important. And bro, all this Frank Frank Vogel's trash, like, calm down. It's going to take like it might take over half the season to figure out which. Uh, um, uh, uh, you know, rotations you want to play together. Right now, yes, you like he he tried Rondo with Westbrook. That shit is never gonna happen again. And <laughs> it's not. It's not. How much do I would put money up that we see a Rondo Westbrook? Oh, okay, no, no, in it, the playoffs. It, it no, not in the not, playoffs. Not in the playoffs. I would put. I would put legitimate money. Up. Not in the playoffs. And, and like <laughs> you, you would I like, like imagine. Put on ima it. Imagine playing. Um, I'm Rondo, that confident. Rondo Westbrook, Malik Monk. And uh, Carmelo, like you're getting cooked on the on the defensive end. Obviously, we know that Trevor Reza is hurt right now, and who like I love Rondo and I love the connection he has with AD, and I think that should be played in spurts only. But who do I think is gonna uh, replace Rondo for all those minutes? Kendrick Nunn. Like shit's gonna take time, bro. And I'm not saying Kendrick Nunn is some all star difference maker, but it's gonna take so much time, and I I just need people to be patient. But do I think this is going to look horrible for the the whole season, even when they do figure it out? Hell yeah, hell yeah! Like, but you know, talent is going to get them by, and yeah. that's that's what I'm betting on. Good point. I just like everyone keeps on talking about Wayne Ellington. I was like, Wayne Ellington looked bad in preseason. I don't think he looked want, horrible. In I don't think you want him to play meaningful minutes. But anyway, so my I guess my positive takeaway is Steph Curry looks like the best player in the world, and I'm vindicated. And no one can tell me otherwise. I will say, um, anyone who, like, please stop disagreeing that he... Uh, do you, Have you finally come on board, Reagan, that he's the best point guard ever? I've been saying it for three years. Three, four years. I'm not mad at it. I'm not... I, I was never mad at it. Um, You can't tell me that man is not the greatest PG of all time. Magic's always going to hold a special place in my heart. And then I guess I feel like I need to mention this negative takeaways that I had the Mavs at, at as a low B tier team, but the way they looked in, you know, their first game against Atlanta, I'm really concerned, man. Like they might be fighting for the play in tournament by the end of the year, just how you know, just how Jason Kidd has sort of put his fingerprints on the team. And I know Julio, you talk about you love, you know, the mid range or whatever, but they Who's were shooting mid range. I don't watch the game. Basically, Dallas has rearranged their entire offense on like post-ups and long twos and, you know, Porzingis fadeaways and, you know, taking the ball out of Luka's hands and letting him sort of operate iso ball pick and roll from the top. I mean, like they still do that, obviously, but the short of shot distribution, I wish I prepared some stats, but I think I saw something where it said like Dorian Finney-Smith only had two post-ups for all of, or like six post-ups like all he was of last year. up? Like he had two post-ups in that game alone Jeez. or something. So like yeah, I I'm really concerned with what Dallas is doing, and they might. I can give you I can give you some. So Doncic took 17 shots, Porzingis took 13, Finney Smith took 12, Hardaway took nine, Powell took five, Brunson took 13, and then the rest are kind of. A like shot chart is fucked up. And it's like 
if you have Luka and shooters, there's no way you're scoring 80 points a game. Like, it should be humanly impossible. But, like, damn. I mean, that that's just concerning to me. Because it's not even that they were missing shots. It's just that the whole process looked flawed. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens in Dallas. So, your positive takeaway wasn't the Warriors as a whole, just Steph and Curry. I mean, like, sure, the Warriors. But I just that's wanted to. I, get I just, I just wanted to, you know, shout out Steph. Really I, quick. I, like, yeah, I, I won't go too deep into it, but. I'll be damned if that Warriors team isn't pushing for the chip by season's end. That is a fucking really good Bro, they had hot hot games last year. And yes, it's a little bit different. Sure. It's different, bro. Like you have a team that from man one to man, however deep they go, like around ten, everybody to use a TikTok ism or whatever this generation calls it, like they understand the assignment. Like, they fucking know what the hell to do when the ball comes their way. Maybe not a ton of advantage creators, but a lot of people that know what to do when an advantage is already created and the ball comes their way. And that's the important thing that they didn't have last year and they have it this year, and that makes them extremely dangerous because we saw a Lakers team that got great oh games from their two bad. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to make an indictment on the Lakers. I'm saying it. Because that's how good this Warriors team is and can be. Two great games from great players. A poor game from Stephen Curry from a shooting standpoint. And yet the supporting cast was still able to keep that team in a a position to compete and ultimately win that game. That's important because it'd be damned if we saw that last year. They are far closer to their ceiling than the Lakers are to theirs. Perhaps. That's why I had the Lakers in my S tier. Because I was giving them the benefit of the doubt on their potential. But now they're in B tier. Based on what I saw, I did not say B tier. A tier. A tier. If I if I had to do it over, are they still at number one? Huh? Are they still at number one? Yeah. The way you be talking on that on that group chat, because I got I got to I got to go against you because you like just give it time, and I'm like, damn, I'm watching though. I'm watching though. I'm watching though. That's that's all I got. I'm watching though. I'm watching. And Andre Iguodala really finessed the league. Can you? I, I can't believe that, that's that's the last thing, bro. Like I really wanted Andre Iguodala last year. I like Come I really on, thought he bro. was done. How can you think that that man is so like? He played for a winning program in Miami, and I guess he didn't give a fuck. I thought he just he wasn't he, gonna play. He's like, just so smart, bro. <laughs> he was like, yo, yo, I really don't give. A-. He was probably talking to Beelitz on the bench, like, yo, bro, I promise you, <laughs> like it's it's so much better out there. You, pr- you probably got like. Eh, I, I really don't want Andre Iguodala when they signed him. Like, of course I want him. Like, Andre Iguodala is like one of my favorite players. But I think at this point in his career, I thought he was like, you know, not going to really do anything. Like, he he's really played an integral part the first two games. And I'm like, really surprised. I did not think he still had that in him. <laughs> Tripping. That boy dunking off vertical still? <laughs> right. Like, okay. If, 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 if the Lakers signed him, you would be, you would have been clowning us. Well, if they were playing him like 30 minutes a game and asking him to go to the corner like how LeBron much, does everybody. How, 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 how much did the Warriors play him? Like 25. But 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 they're, but they're but they're minutes, but they're but they're, but they're using him green. But they're using him like they used to, and I didn't think that he would still be, you know, active enough to like move around like that. But anyways, <clears throat> that are takeaways from the first week of the season, or just a few takeaways. Um, we'll have another episode coming soon. But thanks for tuning into this one about the Eastern Conference predictions. And we'll catch you next time. This has been the Hoop and Holler podcast.